Welcome to We Need to Talk, conversations on wellness to inspire, relate and enlighten. Now, here's your host, Coast FM's Feel Good Breakfast host, Tony Street. Welcome to the We Need to Talk Wellness Podcast. This is for anyone who is eager for inspiration. Do you ever look at others and think, how do they do it? What is their secret? I would love to know. What do they do to make their lives better? I have three young children, a job that requires getting up at 4am, and an autoimmune disease that I'm desperate to keep in remission. So let's soak it all in. Today we're focusing on exercise, something many of us have a love-hate relationship with, I know I do, or maybe you've never ever liked fitness, despite knowing that it is actually something you should be doing for your health. That relationship with exercise can also change over the course of your life. Were you a sporty kid? Did your parents promote exercise from an early age? Is it something you've only just discovered now as an adult? I first became intrigued by the exercise regime of Augustine fashion house owner Kelly Coe when I saw her running on Instagram. She wasn't just going for a plod or a jog, she was going for a fast run, or in my books anyway, under 6Ks an hour. What makes this intriguing for me is that Kelly is the owner of a thriving business, She's also a wife, she's a busy mum of three kids, and she's also a big supporter of netball in New Zealand. She fits out both the Silver Ferns and the Northern Stars teams. Kelly, it's so lovely to have you on the podcast. Oh, thank you for having me, and what an intro. It makes me sound like much more of an athlete than I am now, I think. <laughs> oh, please. I mean, you only, have to, you only have to look at you. You're a very athletic woman. Uh, woman. You're very tall, um, and I know that you go for, for regular runs. So just tell me what you do for exercise size in say a typical week okay so let's not count summer let's just talk about (laughs) week because summer things kind of summer holidays went out the window um generally I would run probably four times a week um yeah four to five times a week probably three during the week two on the weekends um and then I do some home workouts as well if it's raining or if I just can't fit it in or if I'm home alone with the kids then I'll just smash out a 20 minute hit workout on a yoga mat in the playroom um surrounded by kids trying to jump all over me um, so yeah, that's basically it. I can't stand the gym, never have liked the gym, have never really been a member of a gym, don't like doing weights or anything. So I find the easiest way to exercise is when I literally can just put shoes on and go out the door and go for a run. It doesn't require a timetable or anything like that. And I put my headphones in with my music and it's just the only time when no one talks to me. So that's part of the reason why I run so much is for the exercise and also the peaceful, quiet time. Um, So yeah, that's pretty much what I'm doing at the moment. And then trying to get back into a little bit of um, like social league sport, but obviously with COVID, that's not really happening at the moment. So how long do you run for? Um, Generally probably most of the time it's only about half an hour because that's all I can fit in. Like I get home and go for a quick run before the nanny goes home. I don't have a nanny at the moment, so hence why the running's gone out the window. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, probably half an hour. On the weekends, I'd try and go longer and try and do sometimes do a 10K. But I think it's probably only about a 6K lap that I'm doing that many times a week because it's what I can fit in. So, yeah. And why? tell us why you do run. What What is it for you? I know you've just said that it's a chance not to talk to anyone and you're a chatty gal and you've got lots of people <laughs> around you. But why else do you do it? Um, I do it for, I, you feel so great after exercising. It's great for your mental health. It de-stresses you. Being fit 
makes you feel better about yourself, but also it, like mentally it makes you feel better about yourself as well as physically. Um, and I've always been athletic. I was such a sporty kid that, and even and sporty all the way through until I had my first child and then that sport kind of stopped. So this is my only way of keeping not, keeping active. I'd love to still be playing sport, but it's just not a possibility. So that's my way of staying active. So, and I love it. I love being active. It's Yeah, I love running, but it's just um, fitting it into the timetable. Do you find it hard to be motivated to run? Like, do you think to yourself, oh, I'm supposed to go for a run today. I can't be bothered. Or is it quite an easy thing for you? Um, if I, on a weekday, really easy, because I literally get home, see the kids, and then I'm like, I just go. I don't even think about it. I just go because I know I've got to fit it in that window before the nanny leaves. So I just go out the door for half an hour and then come back. On the weekends, probably definitely deliberate a lot more. Like I'll get up, put the activewear on, and then it won't be till like the afternoon that I'll actually finally get to go for a run because I've talked myself in and out of it. But as soon as you're out there and running, you never regret it. You never regret it afterwards, and you never regret it during it. It's just that talking yourself to actually get out there. So if you don't overthink it and just go, it's fine. Do you know what? That's uh, That was exactly me yesterday because I am actually finding it a little bit hard to get motivated at the moment. But I found yep. I had a half an hour window between finishing radio and a staff meeting. And I had to just, I threw myself on the treadmill, gave myself no choice. And I think it was one of my easiest runs because it's when yep. you have time to process it that I think it becomes harder. Exactly. If you overthink it. Yeah, absolutely. And it's just sometimes you, by the end of the day, and I've had been with staff all day and then I know that I'm going to have a busy evening with the kids it's literally the only half now that no one's going to talk to me so I'm actually like can't get out there fast enough on a weekday yeah, yeah it's definitely the weekend kind of looking forward to it you're listening to we need to talk conversations on wellness to inspire relate and enlighten hosted by Coast FM's feel-good breakfast host Tony Street. Yeah. You said that you were a sporty child and I, I genuinely do think our attitudes towards exercise do start with our parents because there are some people that it just wasn't part of their world. I was sporty like you so sort of was it your parents that you got you into it or were you just self-motivated as a little one? Um, I think I mean I was such an active kid I think kids were more active back then you didn't have an iPad or anything like that to go on so you literally ran around the neighborhood the whole time um, but from an early age my parents were a massive water ski family um, so every weekend we'd be out on the boat water skiing um, I, they taught us to barefoot from a really early age so it was just kind of we were they were a sporty family so we were literally water skiing and barefooting by the time I was about eight um, and then it just kind of went from there. I just had a love from netball from a very early age. I remember going down and watching the NPC in Taranaki, which was down at the outside courts with my nana and watching like Sandra Edge and Waimarama Tamanu and just being obsessed with them. I loved the silver ferns, which I think, and then I started playing netball as soon as I could, which was really early because I used to fill in for my sister's team. Um, so I think, I think a bit of both. I mean, my parents definitely were sporty, active people as well, but I had a passion for it right from a very early age, especially with netball, and then that went on to become basketball and volleyball as well. Yeah. Do you remember yeah. the moment that, and I remember this moment for me, where I went from being quite a sporty kid to suddenly having to actually exercise on my own that wasn't necessarily a sport, where I had to go, okay, I want to get fit, I have to go for a run on my own, or I have to go swimming. Do you remember that moment and, and how you sort of take took that responsibility on? Yeah, I think, well, looking back at it now, I wish I did more exercise while I was playing netball. I don't, like, you look at how much they train now, and I don't think I put nearly enough exercise effort into the training part of when I played. Um, but I think it was probably after having my first child, I went back to playing netball. After having the second, I went back to playing netball. And then after having, it was too hard. So I think after that, 
probably five years ago and all my sport just stopped and I couldn't fit it in anymore. Then now I just run and I do hit workouts, which is great for fitness, but I definitely miss playing a sport. And I, I yeah, I can vividly remember having, having think that this is actually my sport, <laughs> sporting career is over. Yeah. <laughs> there will be people, I guess, listening to this, that'll look at you and you've got a nice slim physique and it sounds like you're sporty from a young age. And they'll go, oh, it's so easy for her. She'll just go out and go for a run and she never has any bad days. Um, is that the case? Um, oh, I'm a very positive person. I don't really have bad days as far as, I guess, I know now that I'm lucky that I'm like that because I know that mental health and things is not a choice a lot of the time. Um, but I think being active has definitely helped that. And I'm just so busy that it's just fitness is just fits into my schedule I just make it fit into my schedule so yeah I mean I have definitely have days where I'm like I can't be bothered and it's it's a chore to go for a run but most of the time I enjoy it and I think that's if you're busy and you're motivated and you're and you're exercising then it helps your mental health overall in the big picture so yeah I don't really have bad days as such I think I'm too busy to have bad days you too much time to think I think this is a theme with you you just don't think about it and then you, yeah. you just do it um, yeah. I've tried lots of different sort of exercise types in my life and I think probably the weirdest one I tried was Zumba class oh yeah Try and that. it was well I didn't mind it because I sort of have a bit of a dancing break background as well but have you tried anything weird or did you have to do a specific event that one of your friends kind of roped you into oh I did my one of my good friends Christy owns a dance school and she does an adults hip hop class and so my friend Lee who's also really sporty like me not dances at all she's a basketball player we're like this is we're going to go along and join this adults hip hop class on Monday night and we did like I'm not I don't have a dance background and but I thought I can't be that bad like we're coordinated people but did you wear a sideways cap Oh no, we would honestly, we was a little bit, we were so bad, like so bad. We were like these stomping elephants in the back of the class. And to get into the class, we walked past an indoor soccer and an indoor basketball and then walked, kept on walking to the hip hop. And on the way out, we were like, we should have just stopped at the indoor soccer or the indoor basketball because we were so bad. But Chrissy was so kind to it, about it. She was like, no, no, wasn't so bad. Come back again. But no, that would be my worst attempt at doing something out of my comfort zone. So I've decided to stick to. Yeah, stick to what I know. <laughs> Which is running. This is We Need to Talk. If you're enjoying this podcast, click to share with family or friends. And you and you do obviously know how to run and how to run pretty well. Um, do you actively set goals for yourself when you're running? Do you say, I want to finish in this time? Because I know, I think I saw in one of your posts, you put out your time and I went, damn, she's pretty quick. Um, is that the motivation? I Well, if I'm sometimes I'll say, look, you've got to run for 10Ks today and I'll put the um, tracker on my phone and just run until I've done 10Ks. I don't really, otherwise, I never really track my runs. I do it randomly to see how fast I'm going. But um, And I've done a half marathon and I keep talking about doing another one. But the last few years, obviously, that hasn't happened. So I think if I was training for something, I would. But otherwise, I don't really look. I literally just, I mean, I just run. And I, I'm not that fast. I probably am doing like... I did my half marathon in just under two hours, I think. So I'm not like super fast, but not super slow, but I don't normally track myself. So I'm just, I just run. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That two hour mark is always the one that you sort of um, want to come yeah. under, isn't it? Um, yeah. Any thoughts on doing a full marathon? No, absolutely no desire to do a full marathon whatsoever. One, I don't have time to put the three hour trainings in. Two, I don't think that my hips and joints would actually appreciate me doing a full um and yeah I have no desire to do that I definitely want to do another half because the half I did was part of a half Ironman so I was the run leg of it so I had yep. to wait for 
swimmer and the cyclist and then I ran at the end so I was like in the middle of the day in Mount Monganui heat and so I'd like to do one that was just a half but um yeah never going to do a full yeah one of the things I want to know from you and this might help my ideas too is I'm really really wanting the girls to know how important fitness is at quite yep. a young age. And so mine are nine and six and my little boy, but he's only three. I'll, I'll let him have a few years. <laughs> yeah. And I've actually just started doing some summer fitness sessions with the netball team I coach. And so they came around this week and I set up a little circuit for them. And one was doing a bit of treadmill, one was doing cone jumps, you know, all that sort of stuff. Do yeah. you, how do you approach it with your girls to make sure that they know it's important, but that they also don't get obsessed in a world where people seem to be really obsessed with what they look like as well? Yeah, it is a hard one. I think I don't actually, my girls don't actually do any fitness, just fitness yet. Um, they have so many sports with so many trainings. Well, in a normal non-COVID time, they'd have something on every day after school, quite often something on in the morning. So they're just naturally fit from that. So I've never... Apart from when it's school cross country, I'll send them out for a couple of runs, but they're not interested in just going for a run or just doing fitness for the sake of doing fitness. But I've kind of left that um, because they're so busy and naturally fit anyway. But I do think it will start coming within the being year seven with netball and stuff that she will need to um, do that fitness. But her her favourite sport is water polo. So she needs to do the swim training more than the run training. And she does go to swimming an hour a week plus two Trainings water polo, which I think is about to become four trainings. So that's got swimming in it. So swim fitness is fine. So I don't actually need her to go for a run and have the run fitness. So yeah, it's a fine line. Whereas Demi, my middle child, is so naturally talented, but could not care less about training. Doesn't want to put in any effort, doesn't want to do any practice of shots or anything. So I'd like to combine the two together. <laughs> the perfect together. child. And the super athlete. I'm like, oh my goodness. Yeah. So, and then having not interested at all at this point. So um, yeah, we haven't gone down the track of doing, you need to go out for a run or anything. Plus the very, my eldest, very, very th- um, thin, slim, what we say, what word we use these days. Um, so I'm really careful of not pushing her with too much fitness and actually trying to feed her a lot more because I yeah. need to feed her up a bit because she's actually like because she's just growing up the whole time so yeah it's a hard one of knowing when they actually need to start doing natural just fitness but yes. if they're kids I don't think they need it for a while yet I think they're just going to be fit anyway yeah, yeah I'm sure in America um when they put a golf club in three-year-old's hands I've got them going a little bit earlier than us Kiwis but I watched the King Richard film the other day and I was like okay need to go harder <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's always harder you see another family and you're like oh what are they doing yeah. um is it a non-negotiable for your kids to play sport and it sounds like they're really sporty and I, I know that they are and maybe it's not an issue in your family but if you had a kid that said I don't want to do anything um how do you think you would handle that oh I know it is a non-negotiable but luckily they do love it um I mean, with Demi, she is really, like, doesn't want to put any effort in, which I'm going to have to really start pushing that soon because if she can't just go on natural talent forever. Um, Abby's not interested at all, and I do wonder how I'm going to deal with that if I've got two really sporty girls and then one girl that's not. But Indy was kind of the same at four or five. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I think as long as they're doing something, if she had another interest, if she wanted to dance or if she was arty, as long as they've got outside extracurricular interests, then I'd be fine with it. I say that because I've got two sporty kids. I'm fine with it for the third. If I had no sporty kids, I would, 
I would not be fine with it. <laughs> yeah, I do know. I do know some families where the parents are super sporty and their kid just doesn't care at all. And I know oh, they find it quite hard to deal with. So hard because my favorite thing is watching my kids play sport, which I said in one of my stories the other day. That that's so hard about COVID is that I'm literally sitting outside while my kids are playing sport inside, and it's so hard because I love watching them and they love me watching them. So, um, and we coach Nathan and I coached five teams between us last year. So, do you? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> probably not this year because we don't get to coach at Dio so um Demi's like so you're going to coach all of my sports I'm like well pretty much between dad and I probably because you're the only one playing in here I'm just so. picturing you turning up at the um gates at dying saying Dio saying <laughs> I am a coach you will employ me <laughs> no, I know I've got I'm like no I'm going to coach Demi's team I'm going back because I coached Indy's netball team right from year three to six and they were so good like they were such great girls and now I'm starting over again with Demi's year I'm like oh not quite not 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 quite quite at the same level I I can absolutely relate to that because I've I've coached Juliet's team right through in the year five this year and then I've said Mackenzie I will do your team as well and you forget that you go back to them not being able to catch the ball which is very hard I know I know well Demi's year six this year so she is actually a year behind Indy but it's just the I don't know what it is they just seem so much wider apart in age but I will have to go back to the beginning with Javi if she decides to play but um, I think I was just really lucky with Indy's year that they had such an incredible year group that they were so easy to train so yeah we'll see Oh well good (laughs) on you with all you've got going on to be so involved as well For other Coast podcasts with Tony Street check out Off the Coast or the daily Feel Good Breakfast Catch Up podcasts. Now back to We Need to Talk. You mentioned there that Nathan is part of this too Um, and I love the fact that you're coaching teams um also he is too and as a family what what is his sort of ethos on exercise and when you're out doing your running what is he doing and do you do any of it together no and no we don't do it together and we don't coach together make that clear um <laughs> we coach separate teams he does the flipper ball the touch and the soccer and then I do the netball and the basketball um so he plays touch so he's at touch on Tuesday nights and Thursday nights and then one or two other nights in the week he's usually playing tennis with a friend so he's not big on the go to the gym or occasionally goes for a run keeps saying he's going to run more but he's he plays the team sports still which is cool so yeah I always kick myself now that I only played team sports when I was younger because it's like if you played tennis or squash or an individual sport you can keep pick that up again now and keep playing um which I've got a good friend who's played squash and so she's out at all these squash tournaments. And I'm, like, I'm so jealous to now go back into sport for me now requires a whole finding a whole team, the training with the team, fitting it into the schedule. And it's just, yeah, I wish I had a bit and paid more attention at tennis. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you, you've still, you're still very youthful, but have you noticed that exercise is harder for you as you get older or do you have it more mentally? Cause I know with triathletes, I don't think they hit their peak. Some of them until their forties. Uh, running, I don't find any harder. I think I find it easier now than I did because I do it so more often. But um, I did play netball, outdoor netball again about two years ago, and I was so slow. So, yeah, I think you definitely lose that pace as you get older and you know what you want to do, but you're just not getting there, the speed you want to get at. So, yeah, that's definitely harder. But um, my, a friend of mine who plays basketball, we're going to join a, a ladies' basketball scrimmage on a Sunday afternoon. So, nice. Then we're probably think that we're going to be better than we're going to be I'd I'd say it's going to be a lot of injuries (laughs) so if you just finally and we're nearly out of time but if you had to sort of summarize your relationship with exercise how would you describe it um I'd say it's good it could be better I do want to do 
um, try and get into some reformer Pilates and stuff, so a bit more toning that I would love to do, but it requires working with a gym schedule, and that's what I just find so hard. So, yeah, I'd say I've got a good relationship as far as I love exercising, but I would like to fit more in, and I would like to fit more sport in if I could, but um, I think, yeah. I mean, I love I love exercise, I love sport, and I love my kids' sports, so I think now me as an athlete has become my kids. <laughs> Yes, yeah, I do. I do appreciate that, and I think yeah, I'm exactly the same. Um, running is, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> uh, running is your thing. So, for budding runners that are just starting out and they would love to get to the point where you actually enjoy it, what would be your best piece of advice? I think you have to go for about ten runs before you're going to start to enjoy it. You'll never enjoy the first runs if you're not a runner because those first runs are hard. You feel so unfit. You think you have to stop a thousand times. Um, don't go when it's super humid. Don't go after getting your vaccine like I did the other day. <laughs> it was a terrible idea. Um, and yeah, I think I think run ten times and then see if you've improved. And if you even like it a little bit more, then keep going. Okay, ten times. So if you're on run eight and it's still hard, <laughs> two more to go and you'll get there. If you get to 11 and you still hate it, then it might not be for you. (laughs) Kelly Co, thank you so much today. And you are very inspirational juggling all that you do, particularly being such a hardcore coach now as well. Um, Thank you for joining us on the We Need to Talk podcast today. Thanks for having me. So let's recap the tips on how to become a better exerciser from Kelly Co today. When it comes to exercise, don't overthink the process. Chuck your gear on and just get out the door. That way, there's no time for your mind to talk you out of it. Thinking about it is totally overrated. Number two, that half an hour spare is actually enough time for you to squeeze that workout in. And thirdly, she reminded us you don't need to thrash yourself doing exercise you don't enjoy. It's not meant to be a punishment. It's so much harder to be consistent if you aren't enjoying the activity you've chosen. You've been listening to the We Need to Talk podcast. I'm Tony Street. Thanks so much for joining me and we'll catch you next time. We Need to Talk, hosted by Coast FM's Feel Good Breakfast host, Tony Street. If you enjoy the podcast, click to share with family or friends. To get in touch, email we need to talk at coastonline.co.nz.